Hi, everyone. Susie O here. Just want to let all of you know that the certificates of deposit at Alliant Credit Union are now at, for a six-month CD, 5%, a 12- to 17-month CD, 5.15%, and an 18- to 23-month CD, 4.90%. And for those amounts of $75,000 or more, just add on 0.5% to those rates. Go to myalliant.com and check it out. Okay, Susie, are you ready for today's podcast? Oh, you bet I am, because I'm unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. Mine's so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. May 7th, 2023, and welcome everybody to Susie's School, but I have an announcement for Susie's School, which is Susie decided to go to Susie's School. So starting last Monday, all last week, and it will go until Wednesday of next week, this coming week actually, I have gone to school. And I am learning from the brightest, most intelligent, most successful finance people in the world about every single aspect of the economy. Because there's no way that I can continue to educate you, answer your questions correctly, if in fact I feel like I don't know everything that I need to know to be able to do so. And we live in incredibly complicated times right now. But the truth of the matter is we've always lived in complicated times. And we've always found a solution, financially speaking, to what has been going on. And we will do so this time as well. But to find that solution, and should we do this? Should we do that? It's important, at least for somebody like me, to hear the ideas and the concepts that the brightest economists in the world are offering. So I am not going to really be here today. Now what's going to happen, however, is Robert, it is up to you to choose which episode that you want to play for everybody to listen to. So until Thursday, when you will be able to hear Ask KT and Susie Anything, Robert, take it away. Thank you very much, Susie. Hi, everyone. We're going to go back right now to March of 2019 for some highlights from an episode called The Six Most Valuable Words in Life. Enjoy. As I've been going through all the emails, and I've been going through a lot of emails, I've noticed that you sometimes have a problem of being able to tell those that are closest to you what is on your mind. And it eats at you, and it eats at you, and it prevents you from being a strong smart and secure woman. And it's really important 
that when you think something, that you're able to say it. Even if you've done something wrong, it is really important for you to admit that you made a mistake because sometimes it's you. It's not others, it's you. And then I started to realize that you tell me so much personal stuff about you and what you're going through and what you're thinking and you become so vulnerable with me. And I also want to become vulnerable with you because I am you in many ways. And I know you look at me and you think I'm this strong woman and this powerful woman, but even I make mistakes. And it's through our mistakes that we make, that I make, that I grow to be even a stronger woman. And in life, if I were to think about the six most powerful words that I could ever say, they would be these words. I admit that I was wrong. So many times we hold on to our opinion. We defend what we've done. We just refuse to acknowledge that maybe, just maybe, we made a mistake. And just simply saying, I admit that I was wrong. I'm sorry. I admit that I was wrong. So today's podcast is about the six most important words you can ever say, which happens to be, I admit that I was wrong. It was one week ago yesterday, and I went to an art opening that was a benefit for an organization, a nonprofit in South Florida. And this organization deals with children of foster care, teaching them how to be strong, loving them, being there for them. And my sister-in-law, who is an extraordinary artist, in fact, for 25 years now or something like that, she has been teaching people, mainly women, how to paint and how to envision their lives as being an artist when they thought they never even could draw a straight line, let alone paint and to find your own power in painting. And Lynn, by the goodness of her heart, started to teach these kids, one at a time, maybe the three would come, six would come, but would teach these kids how to paint. Many of them never had held a brush before. Many of them had never done anything like that before. And last year, when she did this, they all exhibited their artwork, and it was fabulous, and I was there, and the kids sold their artwork, and, and money was raised, and I got up and I spoke. And I have to admit, I was so eloquent. I gave the kids hope, or I wanted to at least, as to that your past doesn't determine your future. And I talked to them about my past and how it didn't matter where I came from, what I was, all that matters is where I am going and what I wanted to be. So I was into this organization. And this year we go. All these people had come to not only see the kids' artwork, but to see Lynn's artwork as well. There were like 135 pieces. If somebody purchased it, proceeds would go to her program. And I was watching and I was there and it started at six o'clock. 
and now it's 6.30, and now it's 7, now it's 7.15, it's starting to end. I see people are leaving and I'm getting anxious. You got to start this. You got to do this now. Come on, get up there. Show the kids artwork. Tell everybody to buy the paintings so that the money can help the kids. And I was watching people leave and I was getting so anxious about it because I was so passionate about this. Sometimes passion isn't a good thing. And the two women who run the program spoke. But in my opinion, it was like, no, no, tell everybody more. Tell everybody why they had to participate in this. But that wasn't their way. They did it the way they wanted to do it, not how Susie Orman thought they should do it. And then Lynn spoke and spoke about the kids. And it was so eloquent. It was so fabulous. But still, I wanted somebody up there simply to say, come on come on, we can all do this. We can all give money to this organization. We can do it by buying artwork, by doing whatever, donating. But nobody came out right and said that. And again, my passion was growing, plus anger. I have to admit a little anger because I wanted them to say that. And then it was over. And I knew I could feel that they wanted me the money lady, to go up there and say something. And that's when I made probably one of the biggest mistakes I've made in a long time. Because when I went up there, I had so much passion and, like I said, anger. I didn't present in the right way. I presented in a way and said things that, that just didn't come across the way that it should have come across. And I could tell that that had happened. And I could tell that I hurt Lynn, my sister-in-law, a lot. Because nobody said anything. I could just see that for that moment, I was so inappropriate. And it was over. And we went home. All right. And now it's bugging me in a way that I haven't been bugged about something in a long, long time. And I'm sitting with it. And I'm like, I need to say something. I need to call Lynn. I need to write Lynn. I need to say I'm sorry to the kids. I wish I could say I was sorry to everybody who came. And maybe nobody even noticed it. Maybe it was just in how I perceived it. But it was making me crazy. But even Susie Orman, I was afraid to say something. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to express how sorry I was about being so wrong. And then just yesterday, it took me one week from the day of the event to write Lynn an email, not justifying my actions, because you know, when you justify something, who cares? If you did something wrong, just admit that you did something wrong. And of course I said I was sorry, but I also told her that I admitted that I was wrong. And I said that from my heart. And then for the first time in over a week, Lynn, who always writes me, wrote me back and says, thank you so much for saying this. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Just know I love you. Just know I love you. I stared at that email and I said, wow, great. But then the next emotion came up, 
And that emotion was, oh my God, Lynn's going to come over today. She's going to come over today right after I'm recording this. And what am I going to say to her? And she's going to talk to me. And that fear is still in me. Now, what does all of this have to do with women and money? Obviously, the event was to raise money. For the past week, the fact that I wasn't able to talk about this and I still have this fear and I still feel bad about it, and I know after I talk to Lynn, I won't feel bad anymore, but it's almost paralyzed me. It's paralyzed me. I haven't been happy. I haven't felt strong. I haven't felt secure. I haven't taken the actions that Susie Orman normally takes. And yes, even though I have to go and I have to give this talk and I can do this inside of me, inside of me, I feel less than. Something happened to my self-worth just because I made that little mistake. Now, Obviously, that self-worth will come back. I will overcome this. Trust me, it's not that big of a deal. But do you all understand what my mind has done to what I did? And again, I'm sure if we talked to the people that were there, they would look at me and go, huh? Oh, yeah, it was a little awkward what you said, Susie, but they went on. They're not thinking about it anymore. They don't, they're not dwelling in it. I'm the one who's dwelling in it. And because I'm dwelling in it, it's keeping me from being a powerful woman that I was born to be. What are you dwelling in? What are you thinking about? What are you, you know, just obsessing about that maybe nobody else is thinking about? Are you thinking that others are thinking something about you and that's rendering you powerless? Do you need to say something to somebody and you're just afraid to do it? Just because you were wrong and it means so much to you and and you don't know what to do. So I wanted this podcast to be about you, about me, about saying what's on our mind and not being afraid and being able to say, I admit that I was wrong. And boy, do I know that I was wrong. But after you say it, eventually you will recover from it if you take the correct actions. And if you take the correct actions, just make sure those actions start with the six most valuable words in life, which are, I admit that I was wrong. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. Mine's so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. Unstoppable today. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. 
Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.